Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's guest, but first we want to give a shout out to our partners, Vital Signs Wall of Fame, the Florida Coaches Coalition, We Coach, and the Global Community of Women in High School Sports. You've heard me say many times, these are four great organizations. You should really add them to your network. And now don't hit that fast forward button. I'm watching you. Stay with us for the next three minutes. We're going to give our sponsors a shout out. These are all great companies that I used as an athletic director. You should be using them too. Here we go. We want to say thanks to our good friends at Gipper. Gipper is the official social media graphics solution for the podcast. And if you go to Gipper.com, their team is going to show you how to start creating world-class content for your school social media channel. It's a great opportunity to celebrate your teams, promote your athletes, and get your message out there. Gipper's used by over 3,000 athletic programs across the country, and it's professional graphic design made simple. Go to Gipper.com, mention this podcast, you'll get a nice discount. That's Gipper.com. We also want to say thanks to Home Campus. Go to homecampus.com. They are the exclusive high school and state association platform for us. It's also your one-stop platform for scheduling, student-athlete eligibility and clearance, and a whole lot more. As an athletic director, I used Home Campus every single day, and it was just great. And you're going to love it, too. Go to homecampus.com to get started. We'd also like to thank Vital Signs Wall of Fame. If you're looking for a really cool way to display your school record boards or your school's Hall of Fame, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Check out their interactive touchscreen video consoles. Just a tremendous display, and it's also going to help you share your school's proudest moments and your diverse history. Mention the podcast, they'll give you a nice discount. That's vitalsignswalloffame.com. We'd also like to thank Huddle. Go to huddle.com and change the way you see the game. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years, but when I became an athletic director, I made sure our school was a Huddle school, and our coaches just loved the tools that Huddle provided that let them coach our kids up to their highest level. Go to Huddle.com. See why we believe in sports and teams believe in Huddle. Join the 8 million users. Turn your school into a Huddle school. We also want to say thanks to our friends at Snap Mobile. Um, are you tired of spending hours and hours with fundraisers that require too much time and lead to little or no results? Stop right here and head over to snapraise.com slash E-D-A-D. SnapRaise is hands down the best online fundraiser, and we used it at our school with great success. And our, our coaches and parents just loved it. What's more important, it works. At snapraise.com, E-D-A-D, you'll find info on other powerful tools for the Athletic Director Toolbox, like Snap Manage, Snap Store, and FanX, where you can create your custom app to better connect and engage with your community. Head over to snapraise.com slash E-D-A-D. Check out their entire suite of products designed to help you save up to eight hours a week or more to do your job better. Also, new and existing customers, are entered automatically to win $1,500 in their fundraiser. That's snapraise.com slash E-D-A-D. We also want to thank Hometown Ticketing for their support. Go to hometownticketing.com. It's the leading digital ticketing manager for uh, high schools and colleges. 
I don't think I need to say anything more. Hometown Ticketing is digital ticketing that offers more. Go to hometownticketing.com to see more. We also want to thank Sideline Interactive, indoor score tables and video boards. Go to sidelineinteractive.com. Schedule a live web demo to see their scoreboards and their score tables in action. Probably one of the best purchases I ever made was our Sideline Interactive indoor score table. Go to sidelineinteractive.com. Schedule that live web demo today. And we want to say thanks to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Athletic surveys are a quick, easy, and an affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire program. Athletic directors already hear back from the complainers, the 5% that want to gripe about everything. Athletic surveys will connect you to the 5%, but they'll also connect you to the 95% uh, that supports your program. And that's a tremendously valuable tool to have when you're talking to a frustrated parent or your principal or your school board. Go to athleticsurveys.com. Let them create a custom survey that will let you take the pulse of your parents and your student athletes. That's athleticsurveys.com. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We're going all the way up to Vermont today, and we're talking with someone that I like to call a friend of the show. Uh, our guest today is Tammy Clausen. She is the athletic director at Leland and Gray Union High School, and that's in Townsend, Vermont. Tammy and I connected uh, this past spring when I was uh, speaking at the Vermont Athletic Directors Conference. She actually took one of the LTI courses uh, that I was uh, facilitating. Thought she'd be a great guest to talk about uh, you know, her journey and her school. So here we are. Uh, Tammy Clausen, welcome to the Educational Lady Podcast. Thank you, Jake. Thanks for having me. It was uh, great meeting you in March and uh, connecting and keeping our network alive. That's right. It's all about building that network. Okay. Well, let's go and jump right in. We always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So give us that quick bio, where you were born, where you grew up. Maybe take us up through your own uh, college years, and then we'll take a break. And then we'll come back and hear more about uh, your early career. But What's the Tammy Clausen origin story? Oh, boy. Well, I grew up on a dairy farm in Vermont. Uh, I'm one of nine children, and I'm the middle child. So, uh, you know, being on a dairy farm, there's a lot of work to do, a lot of hard work. And uh, that we did, all of us. And uh, I guess uh, heading off to college, I knew that uh, with nine kids, my parents could only do so much, especially being dairy farmers. Um, so I would work however many jobs I needed to to make my way and pay my way to college. So I ended up at Springfield College um, in Springfield, Massachusetts, the birthplace of basketball. And uh, I went there expecting to be an athletic trainer. That's really what I thought my passion was when I was 18. Uh, I didn't get accepted into the program. Uh, it's very elite. They only accept 20. And although I had a 3.75 GPA or something like that, um, I didn't get it. So uh, I picked up the health fitness major, which also uh, seemed a perfect fit. Uh, it was my college advisor who I think it was my sophomore year had said to me, hey, have you ever thought about going into physical education? Because, you know, you can always do both. You'd have, you know, more degree, more opportunities be around you. Um, I was like, sure. So I switched into the physical education program and got my degree of Bachelor of Science. Uh, loved every minute of it. 
uh, played softball at Springfield College. It was a D2 program. Uh, I was a catcher, uh, so I like to be part of uh, the battery there, making things happen. You know, uh, you mentioned Springfield. You and I talked about this back in March, but um, birthplace of basketball, but also a very well-regarded uh, physical education program. Uh, I mean, you know, nationwide. Uh, so th that had to be exciting. Before we talk about that, I want to jump all the way back to high school. Uh, talk a little bit about your high school experience as a student athlete and, you know, being one of nine kids. You guys had your own team in your house there, but uh, what was that like for you in high school? Uh, so I made softball my priority, um, as a, as at the age of 10, I guess is, you know, I could play little league softball. I'd been a gymnast as well. And being from a large family, my parents were like, you know, you can't be a three sport athlete. You kind of need to pick something and we'll let, we'll let you roll with that. We were all musicians as well. We all had piano lessons. So, uh, yeah, I was pretty busy, but I made softball my sport and, um, I was very fortunate to have a very dedicated coach. Um, his name is Al Stewart. He's in the, the Vermont Principals Association Hall of Fame. Uh, and he was just a wonderful mentor and coach to me. Um, and, you know, it was great being a student athlete. Um, you know, I, I got good grades. I was a good student. Um, and I was, you know, with, with other kids that also had similar values as me. So that was, you know, really helpful. Oh, again, I always love to hear those high school stories. All right, let's jump back to Springfield. Now, I am a lot older than you. And, you know, back in my day, that PE major, um, we talked about, you know, pedagogy and, and fundamentals and all that stuff. What was, uh, or I'll phrase it this way, uh, back as an undergraduate, can you recall any courses or lessons or moments where at the time, you really didn't think that much of it. But now as a professional teacher, as an AD, you can look back on that moment in college and say, hey, that was an important moment. Uh, anything stick out for you? I mean, I guess what I would say is, again, being a poor kid from Vermont, I had a work study job and I landed a job my freshman year uh, in the athletic director's office called contest management. So I got to work many sporting events um, all throughout the year, you know, obviously super part-time as a student athlete as well. Um, but being around that environment all the time, I guess, is really how I ended up where I am today. Like I kind of enjoyed uh, the organization of putting events on and um, have always been sort of a detail-oriented person. So I think, you know, working with uh, uh, Dr. Ed Stites was also an athletic director. He is. Um, also, the the guy who implemented the three-point shot, or at least brought it to basketball. So, like, you know, some really great names out there. And uh, and Dr. Frank Walcott, who um, I know is still around today. He was just at the homecoming show for Springfield College uh, last weekend. Um, and so we're having these mentors um, to work with me and the grad students. Um, Brett Banker, you might have met Brett, Brett before he... Uh, is all was a grad student at the time that I worked with now a very successful AD out in Buffalo, New York. Well, I, I'm jealous. You got work study for doing that. Uh, when I was an undergrad, we had a, uh, they called it the PE majors club and, and we were just assigned duties like that at the various games when we weren't, uh, 
you know, competing ourselves, you know, my, yeah. my work study job, we got to clean the stadiums in the gym after the games, you know, that's where we got our work study monies at. Oh my goodness. For our listeners, uh, we're visiting today with Tammy Clausen. She is the director of athletics at Leland and Gray Union High School, and that's in Townsend, Vermont. We're going to take our first break, but we're going to come back with some more. So please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to our good friends at Gipper for their support of the podcast. Gipper is the official social media graphic solution for us. And if you go to Gipper.com, their team is going to show you how to create some world-class content for your school's social media channel. Your kids are on social media, and if you're not promoting your teams and celebrating your athletes' accomplishments, you're really missing out. Gipper is used and trusted by over 3,000 college and high school athletic programs, and it's professional graphic design made simple. In fact, it's so simple, even I can use it. Go to Gipper.com. Mention this podcast. You'll get a nice discount. That's Gipper.com. We also want to thank our good friends at Snap Mobile. Are you tired of spending hours and hours with fundraisers that require too much time and lead to too little or no results? Well, stop right here and go over to snapraise.com E-D-A-D. Snapraise is hands down the best fundraising platform out there. We used it at my school with great success and our coaches and our parents just loved it. What's more important, it works. At Snapraise, you'll find information on some other powerful tools like Snap Manage, Snap Store, and a new one called FanX, where you can create your own custom app to better connect and engage your community. Head over to snapraise.com EDAD and check out their entire suite of platforms. Also, new and existing customers are automatically entered to win $1,500 in their next Snap fundraiser. That's snapraise.com slash E-D-A-D. Check it out today. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Once again, our guest is Tammy Clausen. She's the athletic director at Leland and Gray Union High School, in, and that's in Townsend, Vermont. Tammy, you took us up through your, uh, your college days. I'd love to hear more about your uh, softball career, but let's go ahead and jump into your earlier career, you know, after you left Springfield, what was your journey like that brought you to uh, your present position at Leland and Gray? So I uh, had returned back home after graduation. And, you know, back then uh, in the, this was 1990, you would look for jobs in a newspaper. Does anybody remember that? <laughs> and uh, so I saw this uh, PE opening down in Southern Vermont. So I remember calling and asking about an interview and the principal at the time said, well, if I have a chance to hire with somebody with five or 10 years of experience, I will before I hire anybody right out of college, but I'll be happy to let you go through the interview process. So lo and behold, that was 34 years ago and I'm still here today. Uh, so I started out, you know, full-time PE and uh, after my first year teaching here, I was offered to take over the role as the athletic director. Now, mind you back then, it was a $5,000 stipend, and I was teaching one less class than every other teacher. So in a sense, they gave me 45 minutes during the day uh, to be an AD. And then I taught all the other classes, and then the majority of my work would happen after school. 
I did that for nine years and I uh, was expecting our second child. And so he was due in August. And so June of that year, I was, I made the decision that with, with a 21 month old and a newborn about to come, that those late night AD hours were kind of not possible. So I took a 21 year hiatus, I guess, uh, raised four boys and still raising them, of course. Uh, but I guess three, this is my third year back at it as an AD. At least it is now considered a halftime position. So I teach halftime and I'm also at the halftime AD. Boy, that's a, uh, that's a big gap. Uh, I, I'm curious when you, when you came back, um, you know, after, you know, that 21 year uh, absence, I'm, I'm, I'm going to guess you didn't just completely, you know, disassociate yourself from athletics, having four boys. Um, what were some of the things that uh, maybe were still the same? They kind of surprised you that they were still the same after 20 years. And maybe what was some, a couple of things uh, that, you know, were new that uh, you had to play a little catch up on anything stick out? Uh, let's say, well, and I, I bring a different perspective after raising kids too, but, um, you know, I would say that probably parents are pretty much still the same, right? I mean, they want what's best for their kid and they're going to advocate for them. So, uh, it's always challenging to try to make everybody happy. Um, I feel like, uh, the student athletes are a little bit different today to work with than, than in the past. Um, I know throughout my years, I've also been a coach. So I've coached softball, uh, JV for nine years and, um, varsity softball for 24 years. Um, so I, I've seen many different angles as a coach and as an AD. Um, I think what's totally different in terms of my role as an athletic director is all the expectations of, um, different platforms and, um, things that we're asked to do today. I mean, back in the day, I would have a typewriter, right? And a hard copy calendar. And that's how you keep track of your schedules. And you'd attend a meeting and everyone would do all their schedules right there. And now everything is just online. It's it's four different platforms that you have to upload your schedules to and making sure that everything matches. And, um, you know, parents and students and the community, they want instantaneous access to every change that's happening. And as we know, in the AD world, um, weather, uh, busing issues, uh, sickness, um, all kinds of things happen at the last minute and you do the best you can and you try to inform parents. But uh, since they're so used to that instant information, they expect it on the on the dime. <laughs> That's hard. Yeah, you, you hit that on the head. You know, you mentioned that, you know, coming back after your hiatus, you know, you had a different perspective, you know, as a parent yourself. Um, that's actually, you know, the, the LTI course where we met, you know, partnering with parents, what were some things that, um, I guess maybe stick out for you now as an athletic administrator, you know, whether it's dealing with a challenging parent or being proactive, you know, trying to partner with them, uh, what are some things that you do differently now? Um, not so much as a result of the course, but as a result of your own experience as a parent. Oh, I think, um, you know, letting parents know that they're partners in this and um, may have, you know, heard that definitely in your course as well. But uh, just bringing the parents in, having um, the what we call our parent player coaches meeting at the beginning of the season, um, just to make sure everybody's on the same page. 
and we all know what the expectations are. We all know how communication is going to work. Um, and just being a, being a more of a partner with the families and the student athletes, I think has been helpful. Yeah. And it's, uh, I share, and maybe I said this in the course too, you know, it's, it's not right, wrong, good or bad. It's, but it's different. You know, a hundred years ago when I was in high school, it never occurred to my parents uh, to say, Hey coach, you got a minute. Uh, and now that that's the norm. And I think as athletic directors, you know, we have to let our coaches know it's okay. They're going to be involved, but you know, as we talked about, give those parents a role, you know, let them know where their, where their lane is and, and try to keep yeah. them in their lane. Very good. Um, Tammy, we're going to do this at the end of the podcast, but if one of our listeners wanted to reach out and, and pick your brain a little bit, find out how you do things at your school and, and listeners, I can tell you, you've got a great resource here. What's the best way that they can get a hold of Tammy Clausen? Uh, well, my school email address is uh, T. Clausen, that's uh, C L A U S S E N, at Wyndham, W I N D H A M, central.org. And Tammy's information is also on the NIAAA portal for our right. NIAAA members. So. Once again, our guest today is Tammy Clausen from Vermont. We're going to take another break, but we're coming back with some more. So please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to thank Home Campus for their support of the podcast. Home Campus is actually the exclusive high school and information management platform for us. It's also your one-stop platform for things like scheduling, student-athlete eligibility and clearance, and a whole lot more. As an athletic director, I used Home Campus every single day, and it was just great uh, to get started and see all the things that Home Campus can do for you. All you got to do is go to homecampus.com. That's homecampus.com. We'd also like to thank Vital Signs Wall of Fame. If you're looking for a really cool way to display your school record boards for all the teams, for all the events, or your school's Hall of Fame, Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Check out their interactive touchscreen video consoles. It's also a great way to showcase your school's diverse history and your proudest moments. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Mention the podcast. You'll get a nice discount. vitalsignswalloffame.com. We'd also like to thank Huddle. Go to huddle.com and change the way you see the game. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years, but when I became an athletic director, I made sure that our school was a Huddle school, and our coaches just loved the tools that Huddle provided that allowed them to coach our kids up at their highest level. Go to Huddle.com, see why we believe in sports and teams believe in Huddle. Join the 8 million users and turn your school into a Huddle school. Yeah, we uh, we love Huddle. Uh, we fell into finding out more about Huddle, I guess, thanks to COVID. So we wanted to be able to um, have families and uh, people all around the country uh, be able to watch their kid play or their grandchild play. Uh, so we love Huddle. It's in our gymnasium and it's uh, been wonderful. So you, you're uh, utilizing the streaming function uh, with Huddle? Yeah, so we stream our, our indoor events. We still don't quite have a setup to do it outdoors, but we're hoping to expand on that. 
Um, but our coaches also love uh, being able to have their games broken down for them. And it's a great resource for coaches as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And again, as a football coach, I already knew that. I was concerned if it would work for other coaches. And you're right. They just loved it. And it's funny you should mention that. Uh, coming up, um, actually, um, we, we just had a Tech Tuesday by the time this airs uh, with some folks from Huddle talking about the streaming. So, uh, you know, get in touch with Tammy if you want to know more about that or go back and listen to our most recent Tech Tuesday. All right, let's jump back to the podcast. Uh, once again, Tammy, you and I met uh, at your Vermont State Association Conference. Uh, you know, I was facilitating an LTI course. We have a lot of younger ADs or ADs that are new to the profession. And I think it's important for them to hear about the journey that we all take with our state association and with the NIAAA. So if you can't share a little bit, how did you first get involved with the Vermont Association and, you know, what's going on with your own NIAAA journey? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I came and became involved with the Vermont State Athletic Directors Association, um, probably through our league association, you know, uh, as a as a brand new AD, I, I knew that I had to attend certain league meetings to make sure we did our schedules and all, and I was invited to attend at the state level. So um, I really looked forward to those meetings. It was an opportunity to gain uh, valuable uh, knowledge from all the people that, you know, the veteran ADs that have been doing their roles for many years. Uh, also developing just relationships and friendships uh, for uh, people who do what we're all doing. Uh, so I really looked forward to our, I think uh, every other month meeting. Um, so I would attend the meetings and then eventually I, I worked my way up all the roles that you typically would do. So I served as secretary and then VP and then president and past president. So I was pretty heavily involved in the, our state association. Um, and I'm not sure if it's because I was also a full-time teacher, remember at the time, that I didn't really do a whole lot with the NIAAA. Um, uh, maybe I was also doing uh, my my Vermont phys ed, which was called, uh, well, it was called Vermont AFERD back then, and now it's called SHAPE. So I would spend a lot of time going to conferences for that as well, since that was my full-time job. So this time around, I um, have really enjoyed just in the last uh, two and a half years, I guess, um, getting involved with the NIAAA. And I think I've taken maybe six courses so far. So I'm, you know, trying to, there's always more to learn. <laughs> and I find it uh, a wonderful experience to attend these conferences, these workshops, uh, these trainings with people like you, Jake. So I appreciate the opportunity and I'll continue to continue to learn and grow. All right. Well, you know, this next question is coming up. Uh, are we going to see you down in my state in Florida in December for uh, this year's national conference? So my fingers are crossed. As I had told you back in March, uh, it it conflicts with our big tip off tournament here. But I did just let my uh, my varsity girls coach know, hey, by the way, I might not be there this year, but I promise you I'll have everything all mapped out for you. That's right. No, that's great planning by uh, by a, a very sharp uh, athletic director. OK, um, we're going to take another quick break, but we are going to come back with more uh, for our listeners. Our guest is Tammy Clausen. She's the director of athletics at Leland and Gray Union High School, and that's in Townsend, Vermont. So uh, let's take that break. But we're coming back. This is the Educational AD podcast. We want to say thanks to our good friends at Hometown Ticketing. 
Hometown Ticketing is the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. And if you go to hometownticketing.com, their team is going to show you how to set up and sell your tickets online, not just for athletic events, but things like school plays and concerts, school dances, even graduation. And here's the best part. Every school is going to get assigned a dedicated client success manager that's going to provide hands-on support every step of the way. That's every step of the way. Go to hometownticketing.com. It's digital ticketing that offers more, more support, more security, more customization. Hometown is here to make the best online ticketing solution for you. We'd also like to th say thank you to Sideline Interactive indoor score tables and video boards. Go to sidelineinteractive.com. Schedule a live web demo to see their scoreboards and their score tables in action. Probably one of the best purchases I ever made was our Sideline Interactive indoor score table. Of course, we use it for home games, but we also used it for pep rallies, for signing ceremonies. Their products are tremendously versatile, and the customer service is just outstanding. Go to sidelineinteractive.com. Schedule that live web demo today. Sidelineinteractive.com. Welcome back to the Educational AD Podcast. Tammy, one of the things that we try to do with the podcast is this idea of sharing best practices. So I'm going to put you on the spot. What are some things that you do at your school? Maybe it's something with coaches or with kids or with community, but what are some things that you're particularly proud of that you would consider best practices you can share with us? Well, one of the first events that uh, is actually happening again tonight, some 30 years later, is what we call Rocktoberfest. So uh, we, you know, being a small school, we don't really, we don't have football. So the idea of like a homecoming, um, you know, nothing ever really happened. So uh, what I did is put together, um, making sure that there were home games over the course of a nice weekend, uh, Friday, Saturday. And we have an outdoor dance with a bonfire uh, tonight. And so it's a lot of fun. Uh, we invite as many staff and, and students to be there as possible. Um, it's been a very popular event. The bonfire gets bigger every year. <laughs> uh, so tonight there'll be a cornhole tournament as well under the lights. And uh, sometimes we'll bring in an inflatable obstacle course, but we also pulled in our booster club and they sell you know, all kinds of foods tonight. Um, so it's a great school community building event to bring everybody together. Um, and I love that it happens. I, I love the idea. Now, what sports um, do you have in the fall that are going to be participating game-wise with Rocktober? Yeah, so we have um, soccer, our varsity soccer teams. That's really um, our, our primary sport. Uh, we sometimes have cross-country. We have a middle school cross-country team this year, but uh, we also don't really have the right facility to host a meet. So they always travel. So, yeah, so they were supposed to play tomorrow. We have are expecting 1.75 inches of rain. So to be proactive, I moved the games to tonight. So we're going to play two games at four o'clock and then have our big uh, outdoor dance and bonfire. Okay. Now, uh, do y'all, you have boys and girls soccer in the same season there in the fall? Okay. Yes. Yep. It's a fall sport. Yeah, I, a, a long time ago, uh, I know there's a couple of states that had 
boys and girls soccer in different seasons. You know, in Florida, obviously, we're very fortunate. It's 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 a winter yeah. sport for us. You know, our our winters are uh, not quite as severe as those Vermont winters. Okay? <laughs> what uh, I, I love that idea, great idea. Uh, what are some other best practices that you can share with our listeners? So I feel like being a small community, we're also pretty um, pretty blessed that there's a lot of support from the community. Um, so we have established a couple of um, events that happen uh, annually, uh, specifically during basketball season. I know everyone's heard of Kick Cancer or um, Hoops for Hope, which I think is also a national campaign. So, you know, we've lost a few students and faculty through cancer. Um, so we put on uh, two nights again of Hoops for Hope every year uh, in February. Uh, we let our opponents know that we're going to be doing this, that we're raising money for, you know, cancer awareness. Um, cancer, uh, some scholarships for um, some students to receive at graduation. Uh, and those are just such big events. And we raise like 5,000, maybe not quite that much, uh, around $3,000 <laughs> um, just over the course of two nights. Um, and it's just really special for us to, and the students will work, the, the athletes will work the event. So the boys will work the girls game and the girls will work the boys game. Uh, they sell t-shirts, they sell food. They sell raffle tickets. We do chuck a duck at halftime. Uh, you take these little tiny yellow ducks, rubber ducks, right? Okay. And you put a target in the center of the floor and they toss the ducks and they win half the pot. <laughs> the little kids love it. Oh, I I, I love it. Chuck a duck. I, I think chuck it's a great a idea. Okay. We, that's an idea we actually stole. Another school was chucking ducks. And so we were like, that's a great fundraiser. You buy the ducks and then there's no other cost. So it was great. <laughs> Now, uh, we had a sponsor, it just made me think of it, we had a, a, a very good sponsor at my school in Tallahassee that uh, owned uh, a couple of Chick-fil-A franchises, and he would give us the free sandwich or the the free nugget, uh, little plastic cards, and he'd give uh -huh. me like a thousand, I'd give them out over the course of the school year, you know, that's the the chuck and the chick got me thinking there so maybe you uh if you have a chick-fil-a franchise up there That's maybe the they chick. Can i like the chick. it there you go you know, get a rubber uh, uh baby chicken i don't know uh, yeah uh very very cool stuff boy um as we've said a couple of times tammy and i connected back in march at her state conference uh was very impressed with her you know she got a bunch of gold stars in my uh lti course but uh um we could go on talking for a long time but we're not done yet. Uh, we always wrap up with the athletic director's toolbox. Now, you know, you've heard Tammy share. She certainly knows her way around the world of high school athletics. But just a moment, I'm going to challenge her to send out a brand new athletic director on their very first job. But I'm only going to let her put three things in that toolbox. So let's take our final break. We're going to hear from Athletic Surveys who sponsor the Toolbox segment. And when we come back, we're going to see what Tammy Clausen is going to put in her new Athletic Director Toolbox. Please stay with us. We want to thank Athletic Surveys for sponsoring the Athletic Director Toolbox segment of our podcast. Athletic Surveys are a quick, easy, and an affordable way for you to uh, collect invaluable data about your entire athletic program. At my schools, we use surveys for just about everything, kids, coaches, parents, and the information that came back was almost always over the top positive, and it'll be the same for you. Uh, but athletic surveys 
will help you take the pulse of your parents and your student athletes. Athletic directors already hear back from the complainers, the 5% that want to gripe about everything. Athletic surveys connect you to the 5%, but they'll also connect you to the 95% that supports your program. And that's a tremendously valuable tool to have when you're talking with that frustrated parent or your principal or your school board. Go to athleticsurveys.com. Let them create a custom survey for you and your school. Athleticsurveys.com. Let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. Well, it's that time of the podcast. We have been visiting today with Tammy Clausen. She's the director of athletics at Leland and Gray Union High School in Townsend, Vermont. Got a tremendous athletic background, but right now I'm going to challenge her to send out a brand new athletic director on their very first job. And I'm only going to let her put three things in the toolbox. So, Tammy, what three items are going to go into your new athletic director toolbox? If I was brand new at this, I would want to tell somebody, organize, organize, organize. So uh, we know that our jobs as athletic directors are like constantly changing by the minute. So if you can have um, like a little checklist that you follow every time there's a change to a schedule, uh, a little checklist of, you know, make sure you contact A, B, C, D, E, you know, the list goes on. Uh, you know, it could be the reporter for the local newspaper that often gets forgotten. Um, uh, how about the Booster Club Snack Shack coordinator? You know, they've got people planning to come and sell food. So there's just, if you have a checklist, it helps you to stay organized and, um, you know, make sure you don't leave anybody in the, in the dark. So that's my first tip. Uh, my second one would be that to accept help from others. And don't be afraid to ask for help. So our jobs can be overwhelming. Uh, the hours are long. And it's okay to delegate and to say somebody, hey, I need you to take this game tonight because uh, my son's in a concert and I need to be there for my son. So I think uh, having been a parent, it took me a while to realize that, no, things will be just fine if I am not here. Like, I, it's okay to give, turn the leash over to somebody else for, for a night. And then my third tip would be uh, self-care is important. And um, as ADs, we're asked to put in these long hours, again, usually more than any other employee in our school systems. Um, so take care of yourself, um, whatever you need to do for your spirit, your mind, and your body. Uh, you probably see me furiously scribbling down notes here. Uh, I, I love all of them. Um, and the, the self-care one, I'm so glad you mentioned that. It, it, it's something that I think we as athletic directors will frequently preach, but too often we don't practice it ourselves. You know, the, the long hours, the, uh, the athletic director's dinner, you know, a hot dog and a soda, uh, you know, too many times. So, uh, thanks so much for sharing those all great ideas and they're all going to go into the toolbox. Tammy, uh, this is great. Uh, you know, seeing you again and, and reconnecting, looking forward to seeing you, uh, hopefully down in Orlando. One of our listeners wants to reach out and pick your brain. And I already said it listeners, I think you got a great resource here. What's the best way that they can get a hold of you. 
again, my email is tclawson at windhamcentral.org. Um, and I'm also on Facebook. I'm on, uh, in no, not Instagram. It's uh, LinkedIn. There we go. <laughs> Find yeah. me on LinkedIn. Yeah. No, she, and Tammy's a good poster on uh, on Facebook. She's part of the uh, high school athletic director uh, Facebook group. Great stuff. Tammy, thanks again for sharing. All the best with uh, the rest of the fall season, uh, including Rocktober. And uh, we are definitely going to look forward to seeing you uh, down in Orlando come NADC time. Thanks so much, Jake. It was great chatting with you today. Uh, all the best. For our listeners, um, we do this uh, just about every day, and we upload the Zoom recordings to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. Of course, we appreciate you listening. Come back next time for another great interview and just about every day for new content on the Educational AD Podcast. We'll see you next time.